Welcome to Become. I am so excited that you're here. I'm Courtney Koenig, a multi-international human design, manifestation, and somatic coach. Really, I'm a healer at the very core. We're taking this healing journey together where you can create alignment because an in your alignment is your phenomenon. That is the beauty of what you're here to do because only you can do it. So oftentimes we have blind spots for ourselves and we don't recognize the amazing gifts that we have and the great things that we're doing. And I'm here um, showing you exactly how you can show up for yourself even more. And the more that you show up for you, the more that you're going to show up for your business, the more that your business and your career is going to be a source of peace and joy. And that's what we want, right? You have received this calling to step into this position that you're at, into this career that you're at, into the business that you're developing and you have, into this leader. And we're going to back up that calling with tools that are going to help you to have peace. So taking you out of self-sabotage, taking you out of burnout, taking you out of overwhelm, never feeling like you're doing enough um, on this roller coaster of emotions that comes with being an entrepreneur and having a career and two, feeling so tired that um, your business is and your career is running you instead of you running it and being in charge. So managing stresses, pivots, changes, all the things that happen while also um, being a woman who has a, a family or who has friends who wants to show up for those relationships um, as a whole human being. So the whole picture. So this is a healing journey. And as we step into um, all these topics that we address each week, um, I'm just so grateful to have you. Please um, leave a review, subscribe. I love having you in the world. And then always drop, um, drop a message to me. Love hearing from you. All right. Thanks so much for being a part of Become. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business. And this, we do this through your human design and layering on manifestation principles and practices to empower you to be and to hold all the dreams and make those dreams your reality. This is personal development that's actually personal. This is mindset work that really works. And it's based on the gifts that you were born with. And that's what makes all the difference. That's what is the magic and the X factor is doing it based on your soul's gifts and what your soul brings to the table. I have a beautiful guest on today, Yasmin. Yasmin is a multiple certified coach. She has a BA in marketing and a CEO of her seven-figure personal brand. Yasmin is the one when it comes to stepping out of the invisible vanilla mode and into your most iconic, unapologetic, self-expressed brand that attracts high caliber and high paying clients. With Yasmin as your mentor, you are the master of the art of high ticket positioning and sales and also becoming the leader who can hold those heights. And I'm so excited, Yasmin, to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. 
I am so excited. I'm so thrilled that we connected. And again, I feel like everything is harmonic and for a reason. And so um, I'm so excited to dive into your chart and share more of the gifts that you were born with and and how um, you've seen that magic play out in your life and, and patterns and things. So, but before we jump in, um, I know you're coming to us from Dubai, which is so cool. What a cool place. But do you have a favorite place that you um, love to travel to? Or maybe Dubai is like your favorite place now. Yeah. So places where I've been in the past or where I would love to go to? Either one. Mm. So, of course, my list is long. When it comes to places I yet want to see and travel to, and they are a mix of cities such as Paris, but I'm going to make that come real in July. So that's pretty um, French Polynesia or Seychelles or something like that, like the, the, the beautiful islands. And when it comes to the favorite place up until here, wow, I think from the vibe I got from that place, at the time I was there, Vienna in Austria is definitely like in the top three where I've been to because Vienna is just like, it's such a beautiful city. It's so historic. I love the architecture. It just gives vibes and you really feel like a princess in a fairy tale in some way. And yeah, that just it, it just has this, this magical vibe we were then January it was super cold like actually super cold but still so beautiful like running and strolling through the city and the sun shining but it's super cold but still there's this beautiful like architecture and this like historical buildings and like this 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 you know this very very unique style of architecture and then also like furniture and everything just looks like in the 18th century kind of and I I just love that I love that a lot and also, I'm a person who adores warmth, so hence Dubai, I would say. So definitely, Dubai is one of my favorite places on earth from what I've seen so far. But yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. I love that. I have never, um, Vienna has not been on my radar, but now it's totally going to, I'm going to explore that because I love like architecture and I love like the deep, it just history and you can feel that within the, those walls. And so that sounds so amazing. Now, um, and Dubai's on my list too. It sounds incredible <laughs> to be over in that part of the world. It'd be amazing. Uh, and I love that you like really embrace, like, where do I want to live and where do I want to see my life developing? I think that was so cool to move to a place where you're like, this is where I want to be. And, and I have power and, um, over, creating a life that I really, really want. And even down to the space that we're in. So I think that's amazing. So is there um, a book that you've been into and, or a show that you've been into lately? Yeah. So when it comes to shows thing, so in Germany, we had those shows about brides finding their perfect wedding dress or brides finding their perfect wedding venues or four couples competing with each other 
around who got the best wedding, like everything that's around love and wedding and all those things, because I hold this not so secret wish, but, but definitely like little girl's dream of having my own luxury wedding planner agency. So I'm very intrigued by all things wedding and I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> and when it comes to books, rich but the one that has been most impactful on my journey has been the why cafe by john strelacki and that really sparked my whole like journey and i remember reading that in person business women networking event so and situation of me reading that like the environment I read that in the time the place the stage of development I read that and it was very magical and very special and from from an emotional place that has definitely been when it comes to books yeah oh I love that oh I'm gonna look that up that sounds amazing that sounds incredible I love that oh um and yeah and I love like yeah the reality shows that are fun and yeah like are just good vibes you know that type of thing so <laughs> that is amazing well I'm so excited to jump into your chart I cannot wait to share more of the gifts that you were born with and and you know a lot um, about your chart but I want to um sometimes when we hear it in different ways it really resonates with us Yasmin, I'm so excited to get into your chart. I can't wait to share the gifts that you were born with and to um, dive deeper into them. And you are a generator and we always start with your uh, design type first. I always recommend that people look at their design type. How do they operate the best? How do they show up with their gifts and support and honor themselves that best way? And so oftentimes in business, we have this like, mentality. Oh, let's do it this certain way. Cause we saw someone else do it that way, you know, and it doesn't quite work for us. And so we find this disconnect. Well, the more that we lean into who we truly are and our nature and our gifts, the um, faster everything develops and the, with ease and happiness comes along with that. And, and as entrepreneurs, we want to have peace in our lives, right? We don't want to be in this emotional roller coaster. We want to have peace. And then we want to embrace that. And that's um, this way of human design that I teach and coach on is embracing peace throughout this journey. So, um, so you're a generator and generators are so amazing. They have this go, go, go energy, do, do, do lots and lots of things. They can get a lot done. Um, I'm a projector and there's part of me that's like, man, I wish I had that generator energy. <laughs> that would be so nice, but, um, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, and what about generators that are really special is that as you do things that you're passionate about, as you follow that passion, what lights you up, what gets you excited, that is really vital. Now I know things in business, there's always things in business that are like, uh, not as fun to do, you know, but in general, if we're surrounded by things that we're light lit up with, if we wake up and if you wake up and you're like, I, I'm so excited to get to my business, you know, it's that feeling of passion that what happens is you magnetize potential clients towards you. You magnetize the expansion, you get creative, you know, you make things happen in this passion. And so oftentimes we have, um, or, you know, I think of uh, past frameworks discount passion. They discount 
excitement, you know, but that really is the magic with being a generator. And with that, it's okay to say no to things that do not light you up. And it's okay to say yes to things that do. And now that really doesn't, um, you know, when we're look at decision-making and, and uh, where we put our energy towards, oftentimes we think of a spreadsheet or pros and cons list or whatever, that type of thing, or we kind of uh, work it in our mind more, but it really needs to be felt. You know, is this offer lighting me up? Is this client lighting me up, right? We get to interview our clients too and see if they're a match, but are, is there this connection there? And are we responding to those things that are, we, that are a yes, that's passion and filled with light and, and excitement, or are we saying yes to those things that are not that way, just because we feel like we should, or we should do this or whatever, you know, that type of thing. So, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. So I resonate very, very much with everything you've been saying. Um, I feel like the challenge or the biggest challenge, especially when shifting from corporate into business is at first this deconditioning process, because for most of your life, in most cases, you've been living up to someone else's standards and expectations and visions and dreams. And just like everything, I personally believe fun and pleasure are a practice. And if you never practice, how do you expect your pleasure muscle to be strengthened and easily be activated, right? So the first thing that happens to many or opens up to many when they shift into business and also throughout your whole entrepreneurial journey is actually strengthening your pleasure and fun muscle again and actively exploring what is fun for you, what brings fun and joy for you and what brings pleasure and what you actually love and like. Maybe these are things you had an idea of liking. Maybe these are things you never considered before because, for example, you come from a household where you've been raised very, very strictly in terms of disciplines or going to ballet and then having piano lessons and then afterwards um, even three times per week or whatever, uh, fetching or whatever it is, like really, really, I would say sophisticated hobbies. But in fact, maybe you're, you're, you're a rock star at your true core, but you never got the opportunity to explore that. And now you're free to explore and do everything that you really want to or like to. But this is where I see most people really, I don't want to say get trapped, but really feeling like, wow, it feels like a giant rock is in front of me that I cannot come over because I never, I never in my life really tapped into what, what I, what I actually love, not what someone else loves for me or ideas I potentially could love because they would please someone else. Right. So really like deconditioning and just like, like an onion, which isn't the most sexy example now, but I mean, like, like an onion with all the layers, like peeling all the layers until you arrive at your true core and really find what resonates with your soul and not with everything that has been put onto you. Yes. And do you find that like, as with your clients, is it like that layering process where you're like, yeah, just like an onion, it, it's perfect. You're peeling off those layers to get to really where they want to go and what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also at stages, because my clients for the most part are pretty established business 
women already, right? They are already at six figures, multiple six figures, seven figures even, um, or multi seven figures. And I think it's a natural process of your evolution from time to time, arriving at stages where you feel like, okay, up until here, this was fun for me, but now I feel like something has shifted and it's not anymore. So what is it now? And you're at this crossroad again of needing to find your way and exploring which path suits you best from now on, from, from the identity you've arrived at now or up until here. So it's an ever ever existing and ongoing process of finding what you really love. And also what I love to do is challenging my clients when it comes to really leaning into what they already sense that they would like to do or love to do. Because in my world, something as I don't know doesn't exist. For me personally, I don't know doesn't exist. It's either you're insecure AF, so you can't open up to what you actually do know inside of you or it's just that you haven't even carved five minutes out to think about that consciously so it's like I don't know doesn't even exist in my world that's my mantra from day one I don't know does not exist so what is the actual cause for you blocking yourself from what could actually bring you a lot of joy and pleasure and happiness. And then we come to this point again, where it comes to deconditioning and peeling off even more layers of what still remains in terms of conditioning and finding your true self even deeper and so on and so forth. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That I don't know doesn't exist is so you. So let me tell you, it's so funny. Um, the other layer that I pulled from your chart is your profile. And this goes, this is like a mantra for your profile. And who knew we're, yeah, it's just amazing how these things line up. But the a profile is um, the, made up of two numbers. The first number is how you see yourself. And the second number is how you see others or how others see you. And so you're a one, three, and a one is a knowledge seeker. So you seek out facts facts and knowing facts helps you feel better prepared. It's like your, your, um, comfort, you know, like a comfort blanket, that type of thing. You're surrounded by facts, surrounded by information. You love Google, you love like learning and certifications and all these things. Um, and you have this natural curiosity of life and business and what you're diving into. Um, and you develop this genius through having this uh, knowledge seeker just innately within you. Now, this three is this experimenter, and this is, um, you experiment, you see what works and what doesn't. So instead of looking at it like a failure type of thing, you're like, oh yeah, this, we're just experimenting. We're getting to know what's going on. We're playing around, you know, we're having fun, but there's wisdom through this process that you gain and you're brave enough to be able to learn those wisdoms and to take it to the next level as you go forward. So you, when these two come together, you establish this truth and this higher truth and this higher truth and this higher truth, right? It's about refining that truth. Um, and you are this authority figure because you have, um, just because you're you, because you've sought out all these details and this information and combined it together with your own experience in life. And then here it is. Um, and, and so through this process, it's um, just a beautiful, um, wonderful way that you come to the world and you show up in your um, your business and brand. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, 
I, ever since realizing about all things human design, my profile, especially my profile and like this archetype I'm living out in this world, it's like, ooh, a lot of things make sense now. And I believe that's, that that vibes and resonates with everyone who gets to know themselves on a human design level. So yes, it very much resonates what you said about the first line, right? I feel like I'm a living and breathing library. And for every question someone has, I can <laughs> reference at least one resource for them or even help them looking in the right places to then find their answers. So I'm naturally amazing at connecting people with what they're seeking out, whether that be through working with me or finding other people or resources or whatever that may be. And also my hunger to learn more is never saturated, like never, ever. It's like, I'm just naturally, as you said, curious. I'm interested in learning more. I'm easily, easily intrigued in new topics that fascinate me or have to do with topics I love already. And then the third line, I mean, that could can be very challenging. I believe every line can be challenging, but I feel like especially the third line is like, oh, I mean, it's nice for other people to... <laughs> receive the wisdom from my quote-unquote failures or experiments that haven't gotten um, or haven't went according to plan but for me sometimes it can actually be exhausting or it can actually sometimes cause this feeling of actually I also would have find it okay to not need like 10 tries to find the right answer (laughs) right one would have been enough as well right so that that is I think the the, the duality you get to hold with this specific profile, with these specific lines as well. Also with the first line, um, as you know yourself, it's sometimes also hard to move forward when you constantly circle around in this thing of, but there's so much more for me to learn. Mm-hmm. So do I actually know enough to pass that on to someone else or whatever it is, right? So having very, very high standards when it comes to the quality and delivery of information or teachings or crafting teachings or own frameworks or whatever it is, and you really have to balance that out. So you actually keep moving and stay in movement instead of staying stuck in your brain, which is your comfort zone. Oh, okay. I want to unpack so much of what you said. It was so beautiful. So going back to that, like information overload, you know, like sometimes, yes, when all these gifts can also be some of our greatest challenges, right? And when we um, look at them, we want to have that like intuitive, like, okay, I have learned enough, you know, I can share what I've learned just um, by being one or two steps ahead. But that beautiful, Um, part about being stuck in information zone can easily happen. And I see that in so many entrepreneurs too. They're just like, I'm just going to keep learning. I'll get another coach. I'll get this other, all these other things. And I'm like, you don't need more. You just need to start doing action. So have you like, do you have to like, okay, I've learned enough. Now I'm going to act on this. Is that, or like, what do you have to do to get out of that zone? Do you know? Yeah, so good question. Let me think for a moment. Um, 
I feel like it very much comes to, down to the sweet spot, finding your own sweet spot between the first and the third line, because I feel that in the quote unquote shadow frequency, the third line has a great challenge with standing still and contemplating mm -hmm. and just, just being present for a moment and like really thinking and reflecting in a bit more slowness because like movement and bam, 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 like that, that, that speed, that fire, that let's try that, that never settling energy. I feel like that is very characteristic for the third line, which can also be a challenge because then you keep spinning, but then you end up somewhere and you're like, how did I even get here? Whereas the first line, like there's, when I envision both as a, as, as human beings, the third line would be like, oh my God, first line, you're so boring, like speed up, like, can you like, come on, like, let's move. And the first line would be like, wow, chill for a second. We really have to think through that plan, right? So that's that's sometimes hard to marry. Um, but if you get to the point where you master that, it can actually be very, very beautiful. Yeah, it's like this, um, these, and I love what you said, these different speeds, you know, and different digesting. And, and we, every um, human design type has kind of these different speeds within themselves, you know, and these different like phrases going on or, or conditioning moments where we're like, hey, it's okay to um, stay in this moment to digest this, see what we've learned and then take action, you know? So always remembering that we don't have to be perfect at something um, in order to take action. And actually, and I tell this to my clients all the time, I'm like, actually, the more you just take action, even if you just know a little bit, the better you're going to, re the results are going to be because you're going to fine tune it and you only learn in the doing, you know, um, yeah. we only refine in the doing and stuff. And when I started off in human design um, and launched my program that went from like uh in six months to six different countries. I didn't know that much, honestly, like I, and there's so many layers to human design, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to start here. And then let's, uh, I'll just be a couple steps ahead. And that's all I need to be is, you know? Um, and I, uh, and I was like, okay, let's try this out. You know, I'm a three, I'm a six, three also. So I get it. Um, and what I had to do with my three is really understand that my process is not about failure. My process mm -hmm. is about learning, um, and learning by doing and experimenting. And once I flipped that, I felt my, this identity shift, like I wasn't so hard on myself for not getting it that first time or second or third or fourth, you know, I was like, you know what, we're just playing around we're just going to see what works, you know? And I yeah. allowed that freedom to experiment. And, and that was so beautiful because it helped me to, um, just expand and, and do it in the way that felt natural to me. So, yeah. Um, now I wanted to, um, also what spoke to me is so much about your chart is that you have all the centers except for one defined. Now for um, everybody that's listening to the centers are on the body graph and they act kind of like chakras and they each have a gift and you can either have them defined, which means you have that gift all the time or undefined, which means you can harness that gift, but you have to do a little bit more work to enact that gift. Um, and so one, I wanted to talk about your undefined centers because oftentimes we think, oh, well, if I 
have a bunch of undefined centers. There's lots of people that have lots of undefined centers. And they're like, did I mess? You know, is my chart not as good as someone else's? You know, that's everything. But I love, love, love undefined centers because they give us an opportunity to um, be influenced by other people. Um, they give us an opportunity to fine tune and to support ourselves in the way that we need to be supported. And again, everything in human design is neutral, right? Like there's no good or bad or awesome or not awesome, you know, that type of thing. It's all like just how we are, just what's our beautiful picture and puzzle um, sharing with us. So your undefined center is the throat. And so now, again, you have a huge, beautiful, big brand. And um, so you've been using the gift of speaking and communication, right? To build that brand, like you have to. So what's so amazing about Undefined Center is that you can harness this gift of speaking and communicating by doing a few things. You can like write things out. Um, you can have some more notes and stuff like that to follow. You can give yourself more time to develop the conversation that you need to have, especially with harder topics. Um, you can come to it and just be like, hey, I'm just playing around. We're going to see how this goes, you know? Um, you can do an empowering, um, like listen to an empowering song or playlist before a coaching session or, or before, you know, you have to like get up on stage or wherever it is, you know, um, also your environment is very inspiring. So maintaining like an inspiring environment around you, like just that we know that everything is energy. And so energy can pour into you through that way. And then, um, seeing yourself, like, I see myself do, you know, here I am, I'm sharing this message or I'm doing this thing, you know, that type of thing. So allowing those to roll, um, and giving you uh, the ability to harness this gift and, and then just also know that sometimes it's not going to be there and that's okay. Net, net, everything doesn't have to be perfect, you know? So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Mm, I have a journey with this undefined road. <laughs> <laughs> to put it that way so yeah it definitely has been I feel like I say that about every part of my chart but it definitely has been challenging and has brought some challenges but also I would say I was pretty much and pretty fast able to discover the gift of it which is flexibility in terms of communication which translates to me being able to adapt very 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 different and unique styles of communication which then leads to people instantly feeling warmed with me and trusting me because I speak their language because I'm not fixed in mine and that is such a huge gift especially when it comes to the work I do, which is around brand self-expression, right? And really aligning your business to your true soul essence, which is high, like uniqueness is highly important to me. And I would never, like I couldn't sleep in peace knowing I just tried to fit my clients into my mold or someone else's mold or whatever. So like this emphasis on individuality and uniqueness is so highly important to me. And I feel like my undefined throat really much supports that in terms of me being able to receive their essence and then being able to reflect that back to them and then put that into something that they quote unquote, couldn't do themselves because they were so entangled in their own things. But me being able to really like see that, distill that and then translate that. I love to use that vocabulary because it really much aligns with the throat as well. Um, 
So that's that. And funnily, when I reflected back on my life and how that undefined throat came into play, first, I I am obsessed and I always have been obsessed with role play. So I love to put on different costumes as a child, for example. One day I was an, um, how do you call these? Like, not Indians, but in German, it's Indiana. It's like the the people who are let, let me let me look it up for a second yeah yeah <laughs> I'm sorry because it's definitely not Indian <laughs> um <laughs> it's German is confusing some Indians it is Indians American Indian American oh Indians. American with yes the, yeah with the yeah. with the feathers and like the painting in the face so one yes. day and people always called me Pocahontas because I somehow <gasps> look like her um yes the next day I was a princess then I was a doctor then I was a witch oh. that like I mermaid like everything I love to just express myself through costumes through roles because like self-expression being flexible in it through this undefined throat um, has been a huge huge part of my life always and then also um, when I thought back and reflected back on my life with my then best friend in high school when she got ready in the bathroom and didn't have time to respond to her dudes or boys she hooked up with at that time, she was like, why can you just, can you handle it? And I was, I was recording voice notes to the person and they didn't notice that it was me and not her because I was so able to adapt my voice and her language. And that was cool always. And that still is very, very cool because again, I can find with my clients, like I'm, I'm incredible at really nailing their tone of voice and not mine, because it's so often that when you work with a coach or mentor, they are highly, highly influential, like Mm inevitably, they are highly influential and impactful on your way of self-expression. And when you are not cautious and when you don't pay attention, you can easily unconsciously become a copy of them and look like them exactly and speak like them and behave like them and post like them and then sooner than you even realize you look exactly the same and like that is the worst nightmare for me personally so what I always focus on what I highly 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 emphasize is always the uniqueness and individuality of every of my client because I don't want Yasmin 2.0 And I don't want my clients to all look the same as well, because they are way too unique to then look the same, right? And I feel like you share that philosophy as well, what led you to human design work, right? So, and that's the same for me when it comes to branding and through that undefined throat, um, it's, it's easy for me to really recognize them and then really put that into a whole concept. And I always say into translate their soul and essence into a brand that fits like custom-made lingerie. Oh, oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. Okay. I have never had such a great conversation about an undefined throat in my life. This is so beautiful. Um, I just love like you're receiving their essence and you're translating it to them. So like, just what a beautiful gift you're giving your clients to give them back a version of themselves that reaches a higher level where they want to go to, but that's them. And that's what everybody wants in a brand is they just want to know the person. They just want to resonate and feel a connection with them. And I feel like so oftentimes um, with social media, it's like this like packaged information. And I'm like, what's their voice? I can't tell who they are, you know? And I'm like, I need to see, I need to feel them. And 
I need to have this energy exchange and I can't do that behind someone else's words. So, yes. oh, I love that. Oh, beautiful. Well, also um, on your chart and one of the other layers of having an undefined center is um, gates. Now each center can have a gate coming off of that center, whether it's defined or undefined. And a gate are those lines that are halfway across from one energy center to the next. And you have gate 56, which is coming off of your throat. And this is the gift of my voice makes a difference in the world. And you have this next level understanding and ability to share what this, um, your take on the facts of life, your, the differences that you see, the magic that you can um, share. And it's not like a logic or science thing. It's more of a gift of storytelling. And so the more that you lean into that um, gift, you can also harness that power in order to tap into this undefined center and to really have action on that um, and to feel a powerful um, nature as you are making that difference in the world through through sharing and this storytelling. So, um, so that's another like critical, like, neat thing to lean into when you're going into these moments and you're like, okay, undefined throat, let's nail this. You know, <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, I have this gift of storytelling and this gift of sharing the, a difference backing me up, you know? Um, okay. One other thing I wanted to share with on your chart is <clears throat> how you manifest best. Now I love manifestation. We all like embrace this, uh, creating a reality within ourselves first, and then it coming to fruition. And oftentimes, um, you know, it's like manifest this way or this way, you know, that type of thing, but we all manifest in different ways, whether it's specific or non-specific, but um, we have a greater um, a sense in each of us that help us to manifest and yours is outer vision. And this is your uh, beauty expands my abundance. And so mm. as you use this sense um, you'll receive more abundance. So you, what you can do is, um, is things that like vision boards are really good for you. Cause it's a very visual thing. Um, having a beautiful spaces. Oh my goodness. No way. <laughs> it's, I mean, I am obsessed with vision boards. I don't want to interrupt you and your beautiful sharing, no. but it's so crazy that you said like beauty, ex what beauty expense my abundance right yes uh-huh so listen up it's so crazy just today okay. I bought myself flowers because why not because they are beautiful I love flowers I have this vision board and also just be before our interview I went over to the mall and got myself incense sticks and a bath bomb <laughs> it's so crazy because yeah, just just resonates so much. And that also tie I know we're not in an astrology podcast, but also I have my Venus and Leo and Libra rising, which is a lot about aesthetics and beauty and all those things. So it's like, I'm just, I just love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that is so amazing. That is so, so cool. Okay. So in this outward beauty, do you like, um, do you get dressed every day? Like, do you know, like, is that part of like your routine and things? 
Yes. And I feel like Dubai makes it so easy for me because where I'm from originally for everyone listening who doesn't know me in my backstory, I'm from Germany. And for the past almost seven years, I lived in the deepest woods with very little access to anything like beauty salon or whatever it is. Like it was very far away. It was very hard and complicated to get appointments. And I, I can't say it differently. I, I look like Hagrid and I didn't take care of my me visually very very much I had moments where I was like let's put makeup on let's wear nice clothes but then also everyone who lives in a countryside knows how people look at you when you dress up because just a little just a little jewelry or whatever it is is already considered as overdressed so you kind of kind of I don't want to say you kind of humble yourself but you kind of humble yourself and in Dubai there is no such thing as overdressed I could go shopping like grocery shopping in a feather dress with like diamond with a diamond tiara on my head and no one would look at me and that is the vibe because that Dubai is really much an expander and also amplifier for me personally and has been since I'm here to tap into my personal um, standard of aesthetics and how I love to just like, again, express my mood through outfits, right? Like self-expression through my outfit choice. Today I'm casual, next day I'm businessy, the, the day then I'm all pink and super cute and feminine right so and I just play with with outfits and with my looks and I feel very comfortable doing that here so I love your question oh that's so cool that's so beautiful and really that pours into the energy that you have and we know with manifestation principles whatever you put out comes back towards you. And that is exactly like that dressing, that getting yourself ready, whatever style that you're in, like that pours into you, which pours into your business. And um, no wonder Dubai was calling towards you, you know, like it was just like this spiritual like progression that you knew something needed to click and needed to change. And you were ready to step up to that. So I'm also outer vision and I have always gotten ready for the day. And exactly. I'm like, some days it's dressier, some days it's casual, but it's always cool looking, you know, and it always makes me feel better. And that's why I do it. So, but having this language about, yeah, that matters. So like going to the store and getting flowers, having a beautiful space that you work in, those things matter and those inspire your, and your business. So, and your abundance. So I think that's so, oh, I love that. Um, Yasmin, this has been such a beautiful conversation. Thank you again so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much again for inviting me. It was so, so, so fun. And I love this format. So it's really much of an honor for anyone who gets to come on here and gets to be read by you and then have a conversation around that. And for me as a generator, it's perfect because you deliver sparks and impulses and I can just act on them and just respond like that's one of my favorite things to do obviously naturally and I just like I I feel my sacral being so on fire I could continue for hours with you it's so nice I love that <laughs> thank you oh my goodness this has been so great and I would love for the audience to connect with you um and to get into your world is there a way how can they connect with you multiple ways of course so I have my Instagram profile it's yasmin.breden so my 
I'm not going to spell it out. I think you're going to put that in the show notes, right? So yes, just yes, have a look yes. at Courtney's show notes and you can find all the links. I also have a free Facebook group. I also have an extremely valuable free masterclass um, that you can sign up for, which will be sent to you immediately after signing up. And that's the Queen of Hearts masterclass where you learn about mastering the art of signing high ticket clients with heart. So no sleeves, but a lot of heart, a lot of integrity, because I feel like there's this dogma around high tickets being unethical or whatever it is. And I'm also here to slay that and show the world that it gets to be very, very heartful and a transaction of love instead of just seeing someone as a number um, for their ego. So that's the free masterclass that you can access. And then also I have a podcast, same name, Queen of Hearts. You can find that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And again, my Instagram, Facebook group, podcast, the freebie, whatever you desire. Um, yeah. That sounds amazing. Oh my goodness. And we'll have all those in the show notes. Um, so people can jump onto that as well. So thank you, Yasmin, so much for being here today. I really like, this is magical. So, um, and thank you listeners, um, for being on today and um, make sure you screenshot this episode, put it in your stories and tag Yasmin and I, and we'll shout you out as well. All right, everybody let's embrace our power. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Do you want to know all the things about your human design chart? I get that question all the time. Grab your iridescent human design reading. It's a private podcast, human design reading. Each episode dives into a part of your chart and it's about 30 episodes with my eyes on your chart and then giving you an iridescent action step because it's one thing to know about your human design. It's one thing to know how you operate what are your gifts, but it's a next level to do something about it. So thank you again for being part of this episode. Screenshot this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me and I'll shout you out as well. Send me a message on Instagram. I love connecting with the viewers and listeners. Um, make sure you subscribe to the episodes and I would love it if you can leave a review. I love hearing from you and connecting with you. Check out the show notes for all things of this episode and more ways we can connect and work together. Let's rise to thrive.